Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Argue about it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go. It's 5.01, soon to be 5.02. Nice to have you with us. It's Thursday, week eight in the National Football League this evening with the Bucks and someone, whatever. Uh, the Eddie Scazzari, nice to see you. And across from me, his name is Al Bobby Dukes. What's up, man? Good morning, Jerry. Uh, Bucks Ravens tonight. Yeah, whatever. You're not interested. No, have you, have you seen the Bucks injury report? Uh, no, but I know they're they've been terrible. They don't score points. They're and missing Tom Brady's a million angry. guys. Oh, so like I don't expect them to win more than six or seven games this year. When you look at how many guys are out, if I'm Tom Brady, I fake an injury just so I don't have to throw balls to people you never heard of. You could do that well, and Mike then come Evans back next year. Is, Mike Evans is still playing, right? Mike Evans is All still right, there. but I mean his offensive line is like thirty percent of what it should. It's oh. terrible. And Mike Evans did drop that yeah. wide-open bomb that Brady put right in the bread basket. Game changer, Game some changer. would say. What are you drinking there, Jerry? You made yourself a shake this morning. Yes, I What's do that a, every morning. May I ask what is in the shake? Nothing today. Just a Shakeology packet. Oh, a packet. Vanilla powder. Oh, okay. Usually I put an apple or blueberries in it, but I forgot that today. Hmm. I heard you so, blending yeah. out there I do. at your desk. 4.50 every morning. How about that? I've been on a, like a month-long kick. You got protein in that thing? Yeah. There's protein. Hmm. Protein. When I use protein powder, I, I very rarely did. But when I do, it, it it binds me up and I can't go to the bathroom. That's not good. I don't have that. You don't have that? No. Unless yeah. you're having like, you know, way too much of it. Yeah. To me, 20 grams is way too much. Okay. But I don't know what this any, is. I'll find out for you. Any of the powders, it's like at least 20 grams. Okay. My body can't take it, Jerry. I'm not meant to be muscular. I'm not meant to be like a very muscular protein man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Whatever you say. <laughs> By the way, I woke up this morning, Jerry, and I hit up uh, Twitter. Okay. Well, actually, when I came to work, I hit up Twitter. Right. And I saw that Andre the Giant was trending on Twitter. Uh-oh. Now, he's a man who's passed away a while ago now. Right. And you know I love Andre the Giant. I do. The man is seven foot four, five hundred. And 25 pounds from Grenoble, France. So I was like, let me see why Andre the Giant is, in fact, trending. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. So he's trending because scientists at Stanford University have reconstructed a 3D model of, of how Joseph, the husband of Mary and mother of Jesus, might have looked. And he looks exactly like Andre the Giant's how about that? head. How about that? It is unbelievable. Like, if I were to tell you I made this uh, this 3D model, Jerry, you would say, oh, you made a 3D model of Andre the Giant. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. 
who funds this? <laughs> at like, the, do you Stanford do you University? Yourself? Yeah. Right. Someone that's scientists, by the way. My God. At Stanford, they're like, let's reconstruct the 3D model of Joseph's head, the husband of Mary and the mother of Jesus. <laughs> wow. And he's Andre the Giant. Uh, now, th- no word whether Joseph was seven foot four, 525 pounds. And he wasn't from Grenoble, France. That we know for sure. Right. But I just, uh, I mean, I would tweet it out, but everyone's tweeted it to me that I assume at this point everyone's seen it. I think you're probably good at this point. Everyone's seen it. It's Andre the Giant. I mean, even Dan and Carter, I sent it to me. Look at that. As if he thought of something. I'm having lunch with him today. Maybe that's something we can discuss. Okay, yeah, if you're you're looking for uh, conversation. I don't get the sense that'll be a problem. No. Like, I think Dan won't stop talking. He's a talker, Jerry. Right. Especially if he has uh, has a couple beers in him. Well, my guess is he'll have a couple of beers in him. <laughs> Want to join us? Uh, no, I, I mean, I'm very busy. To. I would love to, but I'm very busy. Yes. Jerry. You know, you know how busy I get. Another thing that was happening yesterday on social media, then I'll get into the hardcore sports like I like to do, Jerry, is uh, I saw on TMZ and others that uh, Jerry Lee Lewis died. The great balls of fire guy. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. He's alive. How does this happen? Well, supposedly, we actually found out how this one happened. Because I saw that he died at the age of 87, Jerry. Mm. Uh, Supposedly, a fake Jerry Lee Lewis manager called TMZ with the news. And then TMZ ran with it. Kind of like Craig ran with the fake Peter Schwartz calling him out yesterday on social media. No, what was that? And Craig got duped. Oh, I didn't hear this. What happened there? Um, there, I don't remember what it was, but there was some response to Craig being upset that he didn't get the morning slot back at WFAN. And it was from a fake Peter Schwartz account. <laughs> and Craig's like, Tommy, get Peter Schwartz on the phone. Uh, Craig, this is not Peter Schwartz's Twitter account. I think it is. It's not. He got duped. Did uh, Peter Schwartz call him no, and get no, that? No, because but they looked at it before they called yeah. him. I'm like, this isn't Peter Schwartz. <laughs> and Craig said, well, there's a picture of him. <laughs> yeah, it's called copy and paste. Yeah. So he got ball sack sports by someone on Twitter. Uh, oh, by a fake Peter Schwartz. Correct. Account. Just like TMZ. You would think right. at this point TMZ, they're yeah. a huge organization, that they would check Jerry Lee Lewis's uh, actual manager. To see if he's alive. And he is alive and well. That's a weird one to do. Like, you know what I'm going to do today? Call TMZ and say Jerry Lee Lewis is dead. Now, Jerry Lee Lewis does have a weird history. You know, like he married like his 13-year-old cousin or something. No, I was not aware. Very odd. Not a Jerry Lee Lewis fan. Very odd. The guy knows how to play the piano. Great balls of fire. You think now he could still do it? I think do so. think he can. I saw a really interesting thing on uh, Instagram of a... Really decrepit old man, Jerry. Hunched over, much like when I'm eating my lunch, I'm mm. all hunched over. Mm-hmm. A decrepit old man in the throes of uh, Alzheimer's disease, doesn't know his children's names. Uh, they sat him at a piano because he was a piano player. Yeah. His old man hands banged out a crystal clear song. Well, who's the guy? <sighs> I got to get more sleep. The a famous guy who they he's retired. He was on tour, and yet they did the sixty minutes piece on him. Oh, Glenn Campbell? No, 
Because he had a similar situation. Glenn no. Campbell no. has also has some sort of Alzheimer's dementia and can still do his songs. I think I have dementia. I can't remember anything. Yeah. I got to get you in front of a piano, see if you can play something cool. Horrible. It's the same type of thing, though. Yeah. He's got dementia. He stopped on tour. and um, But you put him in front of a in front of a piano, he can do every Tom Jones? song. No. No. I Yeah. Whatever. Okay. He's with Lady Gaga. What the? Touring with Lady Gaga. Older man. Come on, man. <laughs> God, talk about old Just man. Google it. Two idiots, what am I Googling? Really. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't take being this stupid anymore, yeah. really. It's tough. It's, oh, it's tough being stupid. Yeah. Most of it's from our lack of sleep. But anyway, I'm just saying there's a particular part of the brain where music lies. And even if you have dementia slash Alzheimer, you can still play songs. Yeah, it's no, the brain, I, I know. The brain compartmentalizes jerry this is like, that's the point of this this is depressing i can't come up with his name geo says tony bennett thank you oh jesus christ oh he i texted. said tom jones i meant tony bennett i saw in my head the vision of tony well, I'm, bennett. I'm seeing the 60 minutes piece in oh. my head okay for god's sakes this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Jerry, we did get news. Thanks, G. We did get some Yankees news yesterday. God. Yes. Hal Steinbrenner, although this wasn't really done in a press conference, right? Someone just happened to catch up with Hal Steinbrenner. The Associated Press reporter. The Associated Press. Mm-hmm. Rittler uh, was his last name. What's his name? Rittler. Rittler? I think it's his last name, yes. Rittler, the newsbreaker. Yeah. Maybe he's like a Florida correspondent for the AP, and he was, he. however he got there, he was able to talk to uh, Hal Steinbrenner for a brief period of time. Yeah, and Hal Steinbrenner said, quote, as far as Boone's concerned, we just signed him, and for all the same reasons They're I listed both coming a year ago, back. I believe he's a very good manager. Nothing is changing. He said, me and Cash are already discussing the offseason. He ain't going anywhere. Boone ain't going anywhere. The only one that might be going somewhere is Aaron Judge. Right. That one they can't help. I mean, well, they can. I mean, well, they can outspend anybody. Yeah, it's weird. It is funny, like, around here. And I don't know if – I feel like it's just around here that when teams get – you get into the – well, I guess it happens in football, too. You get into the playoffs, deep into the playoffs. Then you want to fire everybody? Well, Joe Girardi. Joe Girardi went to game seven of the ALCS. <laughs> and as it turned out, lost, some will say, because the Astros cheated their way to that championship. I will continue to say score more runs because they didn't didn't do yeah diddly poo wow I almost said the wrong thing yeah do not say that Jerry <laughs> they didn't do diddly poo in Houston in four games that's why they lost right but whatever he had him in the ALCS game seven it was such a great series he's gone and then I believe I could be wrong about this but I believe Brian Cashman even came out and said had they actually won that series they had still made up their mind they were moving on it was time. I agree, so though. Weird. Like this team, it's almost as if the regular season doesn't matter whatsoever. And we're, listen, we're all guilty of it, too. We said all year, hey, what the Yankees are doing is great, but until you get to October, fine. You got this guy running the team. 
They have a historic run. They fell on their face, rebounded, get in the postseason, and now we're going to decide what we're doing with him based on four games or nine games or whatever yeah. it was. Right, because when the baseball season ends, I don't see – how many baseball teams are there? Uh, 30. I don't see, you know, like 24 baseball managers getting fired because they didn't make make it deep into the playoffs no, or the World a, Series. No, there is a pretty good turnover, but you're right. It's not like everybody gets fired. Yeah, everyone doesn't get fired. Expectations are different for different – like, do you think, for instance, do you think the Cubs went into the season thinking they could win the World Series? No. Now, be better than they were, yes. But do you think they thought they were a World Series team? No. you think the the Marlins thought they were a World Series team? No. Right. I mean, there's a lot of teams. The A's. No. I mean, these are teams that have literally zero expectations of winning a title. What about, like, the Braves, the manager? Well, he just won a World Series. Brian Snitker. Last year? Yeah. I think he's So he's good. safe. Yes, I would oh, say Oh, he didn't so. win this year. <laughs> they just won a World Series. That's got to count for something for a little while. Doesn't give you a little equity? It does. It gives you a couple years. I think, yes. I think, it gives you, I think it gives you a couple years for sure. He's got till next year, Jerry. And if this Snitker fella doesn't get it done, I, I don't I think it depends. Like, they came back and won the NL East this year. Now, it was disappointing they lost to the Phillies, but they won the division after winning the World Series. I think he's good next year, too. Wow. I do. Okay, I so even if they too. fall flat well, on their faces. You can't go 62 on 100. But if they're, again, a playoff team, if they're, you know, challenging the division and they're doing good things, yeah, I mean, he's proven he – this is the thing that's so goofy about firing coaches and managers that have won. They've proven that they can win. They know what they're doing. But at some point, you can't get rid of all the players, so you get rid of the guy at the top, which is silly to me. Well, that's essentially what Mariano Rivera said. He said, quote, if I'm the owner, Aaron Boone wouldn't stay. Correct. Meantime, Derek Jeter is like, I love Boone. Good for him. <laughs> oh, is that, what, is that what did Jeter say that? Oh, yeah. He came out? Yeah. He's, uh, Where did he, he show up? At an event. Oh, is that right? It might have been his own event, as a matter of fact. Joe Torre was there. Um, Jeter was there. CC Sabathia was there. Ooh. So there's some, yeah, there's some sound from all of them. Here was a uh, Jeter on on Boone coming coming back. I haven't been around the team. Like, I had my head down. Good like, for Aaron. I like Aaron. I played with Aaron. You know, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes when you're in a situation like that, it's almost like you're in a no-win situation. So Brian Hoker Hawk was the one that spoke to Jeter and got that video out. Wow. How about that? All those Yankees in one place. Yeah, a lot of them. That's kind of cool. You think there are people waiting outside for autographs? Yes. Yeah, me too. I do. I I don't think there's a huge line of people, but I think someone knows that there's an event. And yeah, I think so. I bet Jeets doesn't sign in those situations. I would probably agree with that. He doesn't seem like a signer. He seems boring. Yeah. And I don't know that he is or isn't. He just, he comes across that way. He's tried to do stuff on social media, on like Instagram. Yeah, it's still not interesting. It's like him in a car with his kids and nah. Not interested. You, you're talking about the drive to the stadium? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. It was the drive to the stadium for his, uh, his night at the stadium, Jeter or whatever day or whatever yes. the heck it was. Yep, I remember. Yeah. I remember. It was just it was like nothing. You know what's so funny, too, about that? Like, you're watching that video, and the, his girls are young. Like, they have no idea what he was. Right. Nothing. And they won't for probably another couple of years until they get on the computer and start, you know, doing their own little research. Oh, let's Google Dad. Like, wow. Yeah, they must wonder why people are interested in talking to the sure. dad. Well, they don't know any different, though. That's true. So to them, it's probably very normal. As opposed to someone walking into your life and be like, why does everyone keep, like, who are you? Yeah. Who is this? It's kind of cool, though. 
I did see also yesterday a lot of people sent me on Twitter, and I saw it myself. Uh, Boomer was at the Rangers game. Yes. Gunner was at the Rangers game. Well, Rangers Islanders. Yeah. Um, His daughter, Sydney, was there with their daughter, yep. Winnie. Yep. And uh, Matt Martin came skating over to say hi to his daughter. She looked a little scared, like she didn't recognize him in the, uh, no, that's out, interesting. In the uniform. Maybe. And the NHL put it out that says, "Daddy, something like, Daddy looks different in his work uniform. Maybe, yes, he does. <laughs> they did get a nice shout-out on TNT, the Booms did. The 1988 NFL Most Viable Player. Now a terrific radio host here in New York and a big Rangers fan, Boomer Esiason, whose son-in-law plays for the New York Islanders. That's Boomer's daughter, Sydney. And her daughter, Windsor, dad, Matt Martin, during warm-ups. <laughs> Very cool. I wonder how those conversations go with <laughs> Boomer. You know, Boomer's <laughs> told the story on many and occasions. The first time Matt Martin visited the house, Boomer was wearing a Hendrick Lundquist jersey. <laughs> so that was on TNT with Kenny Albert and whoever his partner was. So and, he knew the story. And I saw Gunner tweeted that, uh, that the UBS arena is much better than MSG. Really? Yeah. How about that? Well, I mean, it's brand new. Yeah, but they just renovated MSG, didn't they? Yeah, but it's still an old building. I mean, you can make it. Listen, you can make anything better. There's nothing like brand new. Come on. I do love love old stadiums because they're cool. So do I. But brand new construction. Brand new is awesome. But I'm with you. Like going to, you know, before it was knocked down, the old Yankee Stadium, going to Fenway. I've never been to Wrigley. I'd like to get there. And even the old arenas, it is it's kind of neat. But Shea the, Stadium, Jerry. The new ones are nice, though. See, I was not, and I grew up a Met fan, as you know. I wasn't one of these guys that was in love with Shea Stadium. To me, I was like, good, get rid of it. I, th- I actually did not care for it. Hmm. City Field, to me, is phenomenal. But And I know, like, Sal was, you know, upset when they knocked down Shea Stadium. I, I understand. I just, to me, I was always like, eh. Didn't do it for me. That was your feeling. Yeah, was never, eh, whatever. I, I wasn't emotional, nor did I really care at that point. Right. I'd kind of lost it for baseball through those years, as you know. But now I'm back. You're as back. are you. You even, you're, you're going to watch tomorrow night. No, you're going to watch Monday night when the game's in Philly. Philadelphia. Yeah, well, Friday night's a better, easier for me to watch. But you're intrigued by the Philly fans. I am. I love, I think they have a, a great energy in that crowd when it's sold out and the games matter. And one thing CeeLo needs to know, and I'm going to take a break, because I listened to the podcast from Monday when he did the warm-up show with you. CeeLo's like, yeah, I haven't been to Citizens Bank Park. It's probably, it'd probably be easier to get to than the Bronx or City. No, 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 no. Where you, first of all, where I live, it's yeah. easier to get to. You're another half hour south. It is much easier to yes. get to than Yankee Stadium or City Field. Uh, look at you. I didn't know you went there with your friends. Oh, yeah. Me and my no friend idea. John used to go every year. It hasn't been where a- was Paul? Uh, Paul did not go to those games. Luke, John, no, just me and uh, me and me and John went. Got it, <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> Luke, I'm John, take a break. Matthew. <laughs> exactly. It's five nineteen. We're just getting started. Boomer and Gio, uh coming up at six. I'm going to try and find my brain if I can during the uh, the break. More to do here on the fan.